We've all made mistakes We've all done stupid shit We're all broken inside We're all made of Everybody is spare parts uh, on the road. This is Roadhead. <laughs> we are drinking the bubbles. Okay. <laughs> like a motorboat. So we are in Idaho Falls right now. Yo, yo, yo. I got Austin Arshamba oh, on uh, on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we are on a business trip during this quarantine time. Quarantining hard. It's an essential business in trip. Style. <laughs> and we're stuck in our hotel room. Can the... you like throw up a picture after you know so oh, they can see yeah. like how dope our hotel room is? Go check out off the, the destination in. Look for the most romantic room on their yes. website. We're laying currently laying on a circle bed. Is that what you call them? Circle beds? Yeah, I guess. It's they're circular, they're love making beds. Mattress, but it's not really uh, meant for comfort or convenience, but it looks cool. This is our second night. Yeah. We were in, uh, what country were we in last? Egypt. Egypt. Egypt, and now tonight we are in New York. It's basically like an anniversary inn. Yeah. Basically, but they call it Destination Inn. How sore are your holes? My holes. <laughs> my holes are so sore. All right. <laughs> no. Like, the whole time, everyone's been like, like, wow, that's gay. Like, what you guys are doing? We're going to, like, an anniversary kind of, like, hotel. Oh, I posted so, it on my Facebook. Oh, like, yeah. Freaking grandma seeing that shit. <laughs> She's like, like, I didn't know Austin was gay. I didn't know Austin liked the men. I didn't know he was a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, when we checked in, uh... You were like, you can't, like... You were messing with the bath bombs. Yes, like, yes, yes. I was like, sweetheart, do you want me to... Do you want to get a bath bomb for yeah. later? And, like, <laughs> chuckled, and clearly the... The front desk lady, or yeah. whatever, yeah, knew we were kidding, but... Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> well, not, not 100% confident that... And she's definitely, like, has some speculation that we may be lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. And the, the best, entire staff. Yeah, the entire staff thinks that we're gay. We've been, sure. we've been going into all the rooms that they've been as they've been cleaning them. Like, oh, like, this wow. would be great for our next anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Congo, Venice, Rome. Oh, I like this one. Paris. Paris. Um, and then we came in after getting... Uh, Oh. After getting a whole box of foreign beer, dollars yeah. <laughs> on like it wasn't it was a whole box, but it was really only like I don't know, ten bottles of beer, maybe fourteen. Yeah. But still, it was like we we found this really really cool shop here. I want to shout out the name, but I don't remember what it was called. I don't either. Right in downtown, and they have all these exotic beers, and they're sat on the shelves 
like this is Germany's, this is uh, uh, Belgium, mm -hmm. this is uh, France, um, or and then they have broken down by state. So it's like Idaho, like Oregon, Alaska, California. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Just the the best selection of import beers. They also have you know obviously local stuff too, uh, and really good wine selection. But it was it was pretty sweet. So we come in with a box of all this beer, and uh, in our takeout food that we got from the Mexican joint around here, which, by the way, fucked up my guts. Uh, <laughs> we just both just blasted the toilet. Blast! I just that thing sprayed, sprayed the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I did an oil change in that toilet. Oh, God. <laughs> and... Uh, so, anywho, we come walking into the uh, the hotel here, and we walk in, and there's this couple checking in with their bags and everything. Good-looking couple. Good-looking couple, but clearly, clearly Mormon. Oh, yeah. Written right on their forehead, like, yeah, I'm Mormon. Like, it's so obvious. Like, Not a day over 21. Yeah. like they've Really been in, young. They were, they got engaged after three weeks of dating. Oh, they, yeah. They, like, Married probably only ever made months. out. He's never even seen her boobs and stuff. Like, <laughs> he's scared of them. He's, he's scared. He's not, he's not ready. ready he's, yeah, he's never seen a pair of titties his entire life. Aside from probably his porn addiction. They've only had, Because every Mormon dude They've has a porn marinated. addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fresh off his mission. Lucky for him. This guy was eyeballing. Eyeballing us, like he turned to the he turned to his right and had to do a double take because he looks at the crate of beer that I'm carrying. Well, his first look was like, "Oh, there's two dudes walking to a honey in a honeymoon hotel." hotel. Exactly. The second look was double take was, "Oh, that's a lot of fucking beer." Yeah, and he's never had a sip in his life, no. and he's like, "These are like party these." These gays party hard. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, I just, like, avoided eye contact. I was like, dude, like, he you... did a full 360 spin yeah. watching us walk through the lobby because he was so shook. So shook. And I'm like, dude, chill out. And, like, I think his wife kind of glanced or whatever, but, like, it was just, like, so weird. Really? Yeah, it was, like... I loved every don't, second. I loved it, too. But I was, it was smiling like, from fucking ear to ear. <laughs> He's like, what? What in the hell? Like these gays? Oh, that's a lot of booze. Like, <laughs> goddamn queers. Yeah, God. It's like, don't judge. Don't you judge me? I'll suck <laughs> drink if I want to, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll drink beer if I want to. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I guarantee they're in their room right now, and like he, this is the conversation. I think it's in. Is it in? Do you, do you feel that? Like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he has no idea how to have sex. And she was, she was hot, too. And it's like, oh. ah, what a waste. Like, homie doesn't know how to slang dick. Poor thing. She doesn't know how to slang dick. She doesn't know how to ride dick. It's just, but here's the thing. They're in innocent together. So they're going to have mediocre sex for their, like, 30 years before they figure it out and stuff. And they might not even figure it out because they're not going to learn things from other people. <laughs> That's the thing. They're married for time and all eternity, and so missionary for life. I just feel bad. It's just like you're gonna, oh, yeah. you're gonna have terrible There's sex so many pleasures for eternity. But here's the never thing. experiencing anal they're ignorance, so they're ne <laughs> <laughs> they're never gonna know any different. They have no idea like what lays in store for them. But, like so, the way so she goes, we checks in. We check. We checks into the room, 
And <laughs> I instantly am like, this place is fucking unreal. I'm going to, you know, post it on my Instagram story, take a video of the room, scan around, Jordan's in there. So it's clearly like me and Jordan are staying in this romantic honeymoon suite. And it was, I got some feedback from it. And I had like, you know, a lot of people saying, well, where is that? That's so cool. But my, my coworker calls me and he's like, you are the most masculine man that I know. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, the, the, the confidence <laughs> balls that you must have to stay in a romantic-themed room like that with your buddy and, and post it on social media <laughs> for everyone to see. Like, you really, like, you you know, you're you're a man's man if you're not afraid of, of <laughs> you know, homosexuality and being a homophobe. Just, it was like, yeah, I didn't even think twice about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, it's not even a thing I, for me. We don't even think that way. We're just like, no, we're just like, our, we're best friends and we're having fun together. I don't And yeah. stuff, like, it, it doesn't even occur to us. And then, like, I've literally, like last night, we were both, I've, like, naked. I've literally <laughs> taken my iPhone and used the video measuring tool to measure your cock. <laughs> Soft at a no, solid no. one and a half inches. No, no, it was one. It no. was one and a half. No, inches. it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> you made me do it. It was two inches soft. <laughs> Grower, not a shower, I guess. Grower, not a shower. Nah, not really, honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never seen it hard. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. You never know. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, like, not even, like, a thing. We're just so comfortable around each other. We just get naked all the time. Like, Every shower in this hotel does not have translucent glass. They're all clear, clear glass. Crystal, like crystal you have clear. to watch. Some the of the showers don't even have glass. glass. No, they're just open. in the middle of the room. The one with the Paris is just an Eiffel Tower Eiffel hanging Tower. over you, and it's in the open, straight open. Yeah. No, yeah. At least we have a piece of glass, but the showers that do have glass are all steam rooms, which yes. is really cool. Yes, exactly. And then, the, so our room last night it, in Egypt, we had this badass jacuzzi in the middle of the room with like elevated with stairs you take up to it. And it's got this, uh, infrared bubble system. And, uh, and then the, it also had a sauna in it, which was yes. kind of cool to have the sauna and you pour the water on top of the rocks and stuff. And we did a, so in, in, you know, because of the whole COVID-19 coronavirus thing, social distancing, we did a, a group chat hangout with all of our friends. Yeah. That was pretty fun. We were all way more fucked up than they were. Because I must have shown my dick like 15 times. Oh, yeah. On that. Like. Was, in, <laughs> our friends don't like. They don't. They, they don't approve. They don't understand. They don't appreciate <laughs> that kind of humor. No. No. No, we're like fully comfortable. We're not with that close with the closeness of that level with yeah. them. It's just me and you. Yeah, <laughs> we're on our own plane of reality. Yeah. Like those two get naked in front in front of each other so often that it's concerning. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like we think that they're gay together. Yeah, like they're. So we we know they're dating other girls and stuff, but they're definitely going to end up getting married. <laughs> Hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, oh my god, they're in a honeymoon suite. They're naked, dancing around their apartment or in their hotel room, and like 
it's just a no-brainer. Like, they're so gay for each other. Like, it's like, what? No. Comfort level is just... No. I always push it way too far. Well, I, I'm the one in that Europe it too or far. in France or, or you know, well, Rio de Nero, like when in Rome, <laughs> yeah, when in Rome, like people don't care about that shit. But you know, Americans are are still are super weird so homophobic. It's super weird about nudity. I've always been like, I'm not uncomfortable with nudity because my parents would walk around the house naked all the time. And so basically a nudist. Basically, my parents like, a little worried about that moving in with you. <laughs> I have to like clarify to every girl I bring over to the place. Like my like, roommate just you might may walk see around. a cock other than mine. <laughs> There's a high likelihood. Love, no, because I walk around in my underwear like a lot, and like I just do it all the time. Like I'm like no pants party, and I'm just getting naked. People are like we didn't agree to this. And, like, <laughs> I yeah, I'm just like only one. Poor Keegan. Like we have the I know <laughs> sees me in my boxers all the time. And uh like at that party that we threw at your place like a couple weeks ago, I just would like I just went streaking when everyone's in the hot tub. Everyone's waking up hung over in the morning. Oh, and I just drop my underwear and I sh- like just start slapping my dick and you were balls blasted. around. I know. No, but this is in the morning when I'm sober. Oh, I didn't yeah. Yeah, what? and I just start swinging my dick in front of the the giant window that faces the in outside. the morning. Yeah, and I was like, "Good morning, Vietnam." <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Juarez family. Yeah, and like uh, Molly, she's just like, "What the fuck, Jordan? I've seen your cock way too many times." <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that was a great weekend. She's like, "I met you last night, and I've already seen your dick like five times." I don't know if if your followers follow you on uh, uh like instagram, instagram. or okay, whatever yeah. as well but they may have seen the the video of the dirt bike jumping over the yeah 10 foot wide yeah, bonfire it was a pit. wild party really fun yeah so if you guys like okay so whoever's listening if you don't follow me on instagram um you can just type in my name or i changed my handle recently for it was jordan.combi but i kind of wanted to make it more of a spare parts um profile um, it's still like my personal one. It's public, um, so you can just view my story and shit. But follow me, and it's spare underscore. It's just every word has an underscore in between it, but it's spare parts stale farts. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid! It's so you stupid. couldn't just do spare parts. It was already taken. Oh. So I was just like, I mean, I could, but I would have to do something different than just an underscore. So I was just like, it's funny, spare parts, stale yeah. farts, like, and <laughs> <laughs> the score in between each one. Um, but anyway, like, yeah, my story always has, like, what I'm up to. I don't really post too much on, like, my actual feed, but, yeah, if you ever want to see, like, the crazy shit that we're doing and stuff on the weekends, that's where it's at. I don't really, yeah, yeah. I don't use Facebook, I don't, I don't use the stories on snapchat as much as i do instagram i like instagram the most but yeah uh shit gets wild anywho uh <laughs> so we had this genius idea this morning that we were going to throw a party in our hotel room yeah. and because no one's in here we're the only room booked in the whole besides place. that mormon couple <laughs> besides the mormon couple and i will streak these hallways at 10 o'clock at night once the employees leave. <laughs> I will video it and post it. <laughs> With a That's bottle in fantastic. my hand. Oh, 
I'm gonna chase you. Get on spare parts, stale farts. You will see the video. I will streak <laughs> these hallways butt naked with a bottle of beer in my hand. Oh just my go, God. Just running down. I have Corona. Oh I have God. Corona. <laughs> 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 and that girl's gonna come out of her room like, what in the hell? The husband and wife? They're gonna come out and they're gonna see my little Jew dick <laughs> flapping around. <laughs> Like, oh, what? You never seen a dick? What? <laughs> this is what a cock looks this is what like. A cock looks like all two inches. Feast your eyes. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Poor thing will be scarred for life. Oh. So we Shut have this. Dick look like. We have this genius idea that we're going to throw a party in our hotel room, and we're like, all right, how are we going to do that? We don't know anyone in Idaho Falls. So there used to be this thing called group Tinder. Ended in 2017, apparently, which was Jesus. probably the last time we used it. That's dating me a little bit. But. I know, right? So, uh, yeah, that, I mean, before that, yeah, 2017 you, was you and I and, maybe 20... used it one time. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was actually really fun. We, yeah. you know, there's three of us. We matched with three girls, and we went to the bar together, and, and it ended up being a great night. For you. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> one of the girls got really drunk and yeah, puked on herself. No. And, Pissed in the oh, that's a great story. That is a good story. That is a good story. That's a good story. So we go to that that bar in Garden City, smoking bar. We're playing pool. It was three girls the initially. Ranch club. The ranch club, the one with the giant horse. horse. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so we're playing pool there, and there was three girls, and then it got down to two all of a sudden. I don't yeah, remember. I don't one went home, and then they both came back to your old apartment on Whitewater. And we uh, got in the pool in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. And then the one girl was so dumb. Dumbest girl I've ever met in my like borderline mentally fucking handicapped. <laughs> fucking should wear a helmet to bed. Oh. Dumbest white girl I've ever met in my entire life. She shouldn't be allowed to drive. She shouldn't be allowed to vote. She shouldn't be allowed to fucking reproduce. <laughs> Fuck, just That's her. how Put her dumb her she Put her out of her misery. Dumbest fucking white girl I've ever oh, met. Jesus you want to know how I knew that? Because when she gets in the pool, she's like, oh my god, pools are life. And I'm like, someone get me a fucking gun. <laughs> someone get me a fucking gun so I can shoot this bitch. Pools are life. I'm like, did you come up with that all on your fucking own there, Einstein? Your like, favorite is that your scientific her? fucking theory? Like, it's oh lit. my god. It's lit. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Anyways. So, then we get in the hot tub. I remember there was one part of this story where, like, we were all in the hot tub, and her nipple just slips out. We're sitting in the hot tub, and he bumps me, and he just, like, stares at it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. She was spooling out of her top. Spool. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know how to address this without making her feel uncomfortable and stuff. And I just, like, look, I looked at you, and I was just like, mm. Like leaning my head, like <laughs> her fucking full tit is out. How are you not seeing? <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, so you started making out with her in the hot tub or something like that. Tit girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we all go back to the apartment, and her friend clearly was just fucked off. She must have drank more and stuff. And I think she like got in the shower or something like that to rinse off from everything. And you took the one. Titty slip, dumb bitch, dumb, <laughs> dumb. Okay, dumb young. I was piping her out in the bedroom. Dumb, yeah, okay. 
God, we sound like pigs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, great time, great, great time for you. Great yes, girl, great, great yeah, time for you. Yeah. And uh, I have no objection. It's just like comes and grab. I, I was just on the couch watching TV or it's whatever. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's like, yo, she's like in the tub, like fucked up, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do about it. And we go in there and stuff, and he's like, he pulls back the curtain. He's like, me- meanwhile, he's like, they don't understand that who is, so they don't oh, know how creepy he. Said. He's the creepiest fucking person. I don't give a fuck if he ever hears this. Like, he's dead to me. He's fucking dead to me. He's a piece of shit, friend. We're done with this guy. I'll say his full fucking name. I don't give don't a fuck. Say his okay, well, whatever. His first name's He's a piece of shit. If you ever meet him, you ever see a fucking snaggletooth we, Russian fuck. We stopped fuck. being friends with him after he tried to fuck my girlfriend. Exactly. He's a piece of shit. He's a user. Like, user of people. User of substances. Substances. <laughs> and, but anyways, um, just a creepy motherfucker. And he uh, brings me into the bathroom. She's like, yo, she's fucked up. And he pulls back the curtains and she's naked sitting in a tub where the water is yellow. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Like she pissed in the tub or something like that. I'm like, oh my God. He's like, check it out though. And I'm like, no. With these creepy fucking dead eyes. Like, like, check it out. Naked chick kind of thing. And I'm like, no, no yeah, this isn't okay. Like, this is not You're okay. Way, way, way like, past the line. She, and, like she is out of her mind, drunk. She's fucked up. I'm concerned for her fucking. Like health. we need to call an ambulance. Exactly. I was like, oh no, I don't want this bitch to like die like in the tub or something. Like she's got. I have no out. idea this is going on. By the way, yeah, no, he has no me. idea. And I'm, I just like, I cover her up with the curtain and stuff. Cause I don't, I'm not trying to fucking like look at like this naked drunk chick. Right. And so I cover her up with the, the shower curtain. And I'm like, I'm like, darling, do you, you need water and stuff. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay. So I go and get her water and stuff. And she can barely drink it on her own. I have to tilt the cup up to her mouth to get her to drink water. Jesus Christ. He's being, he's still being creepy. He's like, he's like, oh, you think that like she's down? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Creepy. You fucking Bill Cosby piece of shit. Jesus and I'm like, Christ. get, I mean, this is before Cosby, but still, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, get the fuck out out of here, dude, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not trying to get it in with this poor girl, like, I feel bad for her, yeah. like, she drank too much, like, why the fuck, like, he's just clearly the biggest piece of shit, and stuff, like, I'm going hard on roasting him right now, but, really <laughs> I don't like Brutal. the guy, I know, I don't fucking like the guy, we, we've been friends with him since we were, High like, school. 16 years old, yeah, exactly, and, you know, he was always that, he was always the kid that if you wanted, you had a stupid idea, like you were he gonna, would push you to do it. Yeah. No, he would be the one to do it. Or that. Like, like, yeah. He'll, like, fucking... Pull, he'll get butt naked and jump, jump over a fire. He doesn't care. Yeah. Oh, fucks. Yeah. Like, we knocked him unconscious Truly. boxing, and I honestly did him brain damage. <laughs> no, he, he was clearly different after me and him boxed, and, yeah. and we used to have, like, you know... Fight club. Yeah, fight. yeah, exactly. Boxing, got boxing gloves, and we'd fight each other, you know, in my bedroom and stuff growing up. And yeah, and I just hit him with the right hook yeah. real hard, and I he know. went down and and blacked out, and he was unconscious we for a while. Hospital. He was like, yeah, he had a severe concussion. Severe. I won't say. We asked him who the president was. It was Obama. I will not say what, what his, his answer, answer was. was. Oh, it was, it was not fucked. Okay. <laughs> it was like, well, that's him. 
Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was the one thing when he responded to that question. I was like, all right, you don't need to go to the hospital. Yeah, exactly. You're still a piece of shit. You're still a piece <laughs> of shit, exactly. Um, God. But anyway, uh, back to this whole night. Um, so after your friend was – after <laughs> – your, uh, so how did you get your home? date that night? Uh, <laughs> yeah, did she did we call? Anybody? No, they slept there. I remember they slept there. So she, I came the after couch. you guys got done doing your deed. I came and got her, and I was like, "Your friend is fucked up in the tub." Like, I feel awkward being a guy, not her friend, trying yeah, to help her out. She's naked. naked, sitting in her own piss and throw up. It's disgusting. And I'm like, please go help her and get her dressed and stuff. And she's like, okay. Like, huh, drinking is life. I feel like fucking so oh, dumb. God. I was like, God, I just want to shoot you continuously. Party. Like, I just want to fucking punch you for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> but anyway, so she goes in and gets her dressed and then put her on the couch. I think I slept on the floor that night with like a blanket. And then. Yeah, so, like, we got her into bed and stuff, and I was, I just told, I told our friend, like, I was like, do not fucking try anything tonight. She's out of her mind. Yeah. You're a piece of shit if you do anything to her. And so, oh, I won't. I won't. And I was like, okay. But I stayed awake for a long time until yeah. he fell, fell asleep. Because I was so man. worried. Yeah. I was like, this Good poor fucking girl, I'm like. Like, I just, like, he's a fucking predator. That's all there is to it, you know? I don't know how... It's a perfect way to describe it. He's just a fucking predator. And just not a good dude. And, um... So, yeah, they woke up, and she was like, Wow, I got really messed up last night. I was like, You don't even want to know. She didn't remember shit. I guarantee you she didn't. And I'm like, The fact that you're not remembering shit is all the more evidence against, like, what his intentions were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it's just like... Just like That's what they the talk about when you... they're like, don't take advantage of a girl. Exactly. She was like, yeah, we were drinking that. too, but you don't do that. You know, yeah. even when you're fucked up, you know when someone's beyond your Thursday, level. Thursday, yeah. Exactly. There's no disputes there. So, yeah. They went home, never saw him again. And stuff. But that was... That was our first experience with, with Tinder Group. group. Tinder. Yeah. So we, we downloaded only, Tinder really. tonight, and we set up this... We were trying to do group Tinder. We wanted to get some girls back here. We wanted to, like, party and stuff in the hotel room. Just anybody, really. Any, yeah. Anybody, really, yeah. And so the um, – but we found out that they discontinued group Tinder probably yeah. for the exact reason of the experience we had. Yeah, because it went south real quick. For yeah, it really did. So we created this joint account, which, you know, was like – Jordan and Austin, and we're in Idaho Falls, and we're just trying to have a good time, and we're partying, you know, but we, we obviously all the bars are closed down because of coronavirus, so yeah. we're going to, you know, make the best of it and party in the hotel yeah, the room. Quarantine party. We'll all, us, yeah, yeah, quarantine party with us, and we'll all stand six feet apart and yeah. you know, whatever, make yeah. friends. Six feet apart, yeah. Yeah, so. How's the weather over there? <laughs> so I just like download the app and I just machine gun swipe because it doesn't matter if they're hot or not. We're just looking for friends. Looking for friends. Yeah. And blast through a bunch of people. And we started matching with stuff. This one girl matched (laughs) with us. And, uh, and I was like, so like how funny is our, you know, how, how I was like, are we geniuses or absolute idiots imbeciles for creating this account? And she's like, it's hysterical. And it's like, all right, like maybe she wants to hang out. Yeah. 
So we were messaging. She's like, uh, what did she say? Like, what do you got? Two guys in a hotel room. You're going to like, gang what are you trying to gang rape me? Yeah. You were like, the oh, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Was like, no, we just want to like have a good time. And, and, uh, she's like, well, you know, I'm not, you know, like, yeah, no, thanks. Like, not interested. Yeah. Like, All right, whatever. Like, okay. And yeah. you were like, what should I say back to this? I'm like, nothing. It's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? Why are you standing up? Oh, I gotta take a pee. I gotta pee too. Can we pause it? Or? No, we can just bring the phone. Alright, let's go across the Yeah. <laughs> it's getting weird. It's a good thing this isn't on video. We're mobile, guys. Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't want to judge my stream. No, I judge my prostate power. Don't compare sizes right now. You're stretching your cock, you piece of shit. Oh, I gotta do the tension roll. I just do like I pinch guide the skin. it. Just guide it I pinch the bottom of the skin. It's because you gotta stretch your finger over your balls. Because otherwise, it's just. I would piss on my nuts. See, that's a healthy fucking stream right there. That's like this. You have the prostate of a sixteen-year-old. I really do. Jesus, frothy, frothy piss. What the fuck did you eat? Stream. You know what? A fucking foul food. Oh, it is so fucking foul. So foul. Wash your hands. <laughs> oh no, it's a uh, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, happy birthday to Mr. President. When you were singing that this morning, flapping your cock, I was so fucking pissed. I wasn't flapping my cock at that point. I tucked my balls and wiener. <laughs> I was You're like, look, look. You're not going to see my cock. Look. I don't want to... I know what you're doing. You're fucking mangina. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. I tuck my balls and wiener under, and then I spread eagle, and then I call it the mystic angel. And then like, you spread out, and it looks like you have a vagina. And <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Anywho. I think I need uh, more beer. Yeah? Yeah. This one? Thirty minutes, approximately. Still got a little bit left, but do you have any more in the bottle? Uh, no, I killed it. We got. I might just open up another can. Grab one of those. Grab one of those fancy German beers we got, or one of the Belgian ones, or something. So, what else do we want to talk about? We want to talk about. Um, so, if you ever go to Idaho Falls. We had uh, Pachanga's, amazing fucking Mexican food. Bring it over here, I'll show you. Hot and bottles. Whoa, that is so sick, dude. Yeah, it was one of those fancy beers we bought at the the beer place. It has this... It's almost like an old... How do you explain it? It's like an old milk jug. Yeah, it has like a metal hinge, hinge and you like pop the cork, but the cork's attached to the metal contraption. Yeah, it swivels. Really cool. So cool. Yeah. And that's probably why we ended up spending so much money. It's like ten dollars yeah, per beer because they're so fancy. But that's a lot lighter. Than the it's like a. Let me, I want to try it. Okay. 
So Pajanga's unbelievable Mexican food. We just had the best. Uh, but we had the. It did tear my ass up. Oh yeah, no, it didn't. It instantly like be near a bathroom because it's rough. Yeah, there's only one bathroom in these places. I'm like, you got to get off the pot. You got to get off the pot. <laughs> we were we've been on the same cycle. We're like synced up. With exactly. our as soon as one of us goes to the bathroom, the other guy's like, oh shit, I got to go now too. I was about to piss in the tub when you were on the can. <laughs> really good. You taste the honey in there. Uh huh. Oh definitely man. Taste yeah. So this is. Lensberger Pilsner. Okay. It's a German lager beer. Hell yeah. Oh, it's only 4.8. Well, yeah, your Pilsner's lagers are usually lower, but it's very smooth. It tastes just amazing. This is room temperature. It's how they're supposed this to be This other one we were drinking that was also a cork bottle is Chimay. It's it's $21 for That's like two French? beers, which is fucking ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it's French beer. French, yeah. Grande Reserve Ale. Really, really good. That one is nine uh, percent. So yeah. that's probably why I'm feeling drunk. And we right had the first one we opened. It's an Iron Maiden beer oh, of the yeah. Trooper, and that one's pretty cheap. But it was just so cool. I'm like Iron Maiden has a fucking beer that is so cool. So that one was really good. Um, but yeah, we're, I think we're only on like the third one. We got a bunch. But anyway. um, we also, uh, we had this, so apparently the best Chinese food restaurant in all of it's Idaho Happy, right? is called, yeah, Happy something, downtown, Happy Chinese food or something, downtown Idaho Falls. It was incredible. It was so freaking good. I, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't hold a candle next to Boston's uh, Chinese food, but... It is definitely like Chinatown, Boston for for this area. Like what you're used to in Idaho, like it is just well, yeah. Idaho Falls of all places, it's like wow, this is better than Boise. I always see it on those. You see, like fifty, you know, the best uh, restaurants in every state, and Idaho. I always see happy on there for Idaho's Chinese food, and I was like, I love Chinese food. I'm huge connoisseur, so. I, and I was like, I gotta try this place, and it, it was it was really good comparatively. That uh, absolutely wasabi mustard was uh, intense. I, intense. I, I ate the last quarter oh of the God. container, but I was so drunk I couldn't really like feel it rip through my nostrils. Like it definitely still burned. Oh, it, it was. I, it should have melted my fucking face. It was so intense. I put like a little bit on there. It's like a ten second delay, and then just I like, love the burn. Whoo! Oh, I, 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 it's like it, it makes my do. eyes water. It's like, you don't oh. like it? I like more of like the traditional spicy. You don't like, like the burn where it makes your fucking head feel like it's going to pop. It's nice, but that one was intense. I'm more of like a hat horseradish uh, kind of person. Horseradish. Yeah, well, that's the same thing. I mean, wasabi is in the family of horseradish, but it's not technically the same thing. But uh, It's a horseradish. It's a type of... Vegetable, essentially, it's it's similar to a thing, beet. It's raw, similar to a beet. Oh, it'll, burn your yeah, face off. yeah, it's intense. It's that sinus clearing kind of hot. But uh, yeah, horseradishes are like a beet. But wasabi is different. There's a lot of wasabi substitutes um, are just horseradish shit. But uh, anywho. Uh, so that was dank Chinese food. Uh, the Mexican place, I don't remember what the hell it was called. Changas. The Changas, yeah, that was really yeah, good. So tomorrow, we're so full from Chinese food, we only 
Yeah, we, we had one. Well, we had breakfast. So the hotel has breakfast that they bring to you each morning, which is really cool. Uh, but tomorrow it's going to be really good. We'll get a good breakfast. And then for lunch, we're going to go to Stockman's. And Stockman's is one of my favorite steakhouses. It's really good. Really, You're going to have your mind blown. We're going to gorge ourselves on that I one. can't wait. But we're going to have to, I mean, this coronavirus thing, everyone's stocked up on food. Everyone's just like... There's all these groceries and the gym's closed and you're sitting in your house. You know, you're how motivated are you to do an at-home workout Not when the all. couch is right there? Yeah. It's so hard. To- oh, I just took my pre-workout and like literally the other night I was like, but I got two more episodes of the Tiger King to watch. Uh, and I started watching Tiger it and King. I passed out. I that fell show asleep. is amazing. I fell asleep. Like, yeah. after taking pre-workout. And I'm like, I have no motivation at home. Like, I'm going to get... I'm going to gain 10 pounds, like, during this lockdown. It's fucked, dude. Like, we got to go on a run. Everyone's definitely gaining weight. Everyone's, you know, getting white because yeah, they're not hitting the beds. Everyone, Yo, yeah, we're, we're all going to turn into fat pieces of shit. Like, yep. it's, it's not just us. Everyone's going through the same thing. Yeah. But we just got to... summer bod is going to be delayed. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to put a postpone that a little yeah, bit. We're going to have to hit hard. We really are. I think uh, I'm going to try to start being a little bit better when we get back from this trip and, and like, trying to trim down a little yeah, more. Just uh, the eating thing, I have to be way better. I just lost, like, 15 pounds. Yeah, I'm at, like, one, I was at 170. I felt great, yeah. and then this trip, I'm just like, ah, fuck yeah, Probably back up to, like, 177. We do that on vacations, though. Yeah. You're allowed to do that, right? I mean, oh, yeah. we, we fluctuate a little bit more than most people because we're fucking fat kids. Oh, yeah. Like those, no, most people they hit that level where they're full and just food repulses them. Anyone, anyone that's always been skinny their entire life, all I have to say is go fuck yourself. Fuck you. you. Don't, you oh, oh my god, I wish I could get curves. Or if it's guys, oh, I wish it's I. It's so could hard for me to build. Build. I'm like, I'm shut so the skinny. fuck up. Fuck here's the thing: at the end of the day, everyone would rather be with a skinny person. Than a fat fuck. That's all there is to it. I'm not trying to body shame. No. But that's just the way humans are. We don't like... I mean, ideally, muscular, skinny, or, yeah. you know, muscular and fit is the best, right? Yeah, But right. if you're going to choose between skinny and fat... You're going to go skinny. You're going to go skinny. You're going to go skinny. That's all there is to it. And it's not... We don't have to fucking shame that. There's this whole movement, ooh, you know, like, having... They could just call it curvy, curvy, or whatever. It's like, yeah, no, you had too much. The curvy's only cool if your waist is fucking tiny. Tiny, right, exactly. And it, it's damn near impossible to fucking have them. Um, besides fucking plastic surgery. Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a weird movement because it's like, well, it's kind of human nature. It's like biologically ingrained into us to look for people who are uh, genetically, I don't know, superior and stuff. Media with all the, the, you know, actresses and magazines. It's been this way since cavemen times and stuff. No, it hasn't. No, I'm I'm just saying. Back in medieval times, it was more attractive to be overweight. Right, because it meant you're wealthy. That was kind of an anomaly and stuff. But, like, before all that shit and stuff, well, maybe it hasn't. I don't know. But, like... Being muscular, like women are attracted to uh, men, it's in our DNA, that are, are muscular to a certain extent, because it means that you're a strong hunter. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. You, you can provide. Uh, 
you can do work and stuff. And, like, obviously this is coming down... Like, nowadays, this is considered your sexist innate, or whatever. What's it called? Your 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 innate reactions or your... Yeah, it's just... Uh, like, your animalistic behaviors. What's yeah, that called? What's instinct. the word I'm looking for? Instinct. Yeah, Instinctual inst- desire is, exactly. to, is to be with the... Is to reproduce with the, the most fit person... Exactly, to create the best offspring yeah. and stuff. Yes, exactly. And so... And then, like, men are looking for... You know, women who have childbearing hips, a fat ass, essentially. <laughs> childbearing hips, they are, you know, nurturing, compassionate, and stuff. Plenty of milk for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got tickle bitties for the kids. And it, it's like, we have to shame that, oh, and everyone's different. And it's like, yeah, okay, like, I get your movement, but like, it's literally ingrained in our DNA to look for that. At the end of the day, we are fucking apes. We are incredibly sophisticated sophisticated apes. And we are still animals yeah. at the end of the day. We are mammals. And we have to all of a sudden because we're so fucking woke, we have to Go deny against our uh, natural instincts. Our nat- like we are still living mammals on the face of the earth yes we dominate the earth a little too much but we are still animals at the end of the day it's like why do we have to go against that and stuff like why is it so taboo to be against what the natural human is like and stuff i i don't know it's just like what i look at with all these all these movements and stuff and Right now, I'm probably sounding like the biggest right-wing fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> hard right, for you know? If we're going to talk about some high shit, like, I was thinking about the other day, like, you know how, you, know, you think of, like, giants, you see, like, giants in movies and stuff, giants are a thing. Like, like what if the we were, like in Game of Thrones. Yeah, huge people, or people even, like, Lord of the Rings, the giants and shit. Like, if they're superior. massive people, and, like, perspectively, like, a majority of the life forms on the planet are smaller than us with, you know, insects and, um, you know, mice and, and all those, most yeah. animals are smaller than us. So we right. we're kind of like fucking giants running around that is true. the world, just wrecking havoc. Can you imagine like, we're afraid of the coronavirus, this, you know, this virus, this tiny, microscopic. tiny microscopic virus yeah. going around, killing us off. But can you imagine living every day, Afraid as a fucking ant on the ground that you could have a foot land on you and squash your life out of you. It's There's true. nothing you could do about that. That's just frightening. Yeah, that's true. I was like kind of tripped out about it, but like, it was like I was like, "Well, that was a fucking high like, thought." What if humans were two? Feet <laughs> I was completely tall? sober when I had that. Can you imagine if humans were two feet tall? Like what the world would look like? Can you imagine if if we were two inches tall and oh, I know. grass were, were trees? Well, we still had the same intelligence. Like, how would that, like, that would be insane. I don't even know what we yeah. would do. We would have to, like, we, the our only way to survive, like, since, since we're, like, so, uh, you know, um, trying to create ways of, of being the superior race and, uh, or life form and right. being, uh, you know, not having any predators, like, we would create nuclear bombs and try to, like, kill all the giants or, like, right, you know, yeah. elephants and deer. And yeah. would be like, they would yeah. be our biggest enemies because right. they could just, like, come right. and step on us and crush our cities. Exactly. That would be gnarly. Dude. Yeah. No, it would be crazy. But, like, what it... Also, the flip side of that, 
how fucked would the earth be if we were all the average height, like 10 feet tall, and we could all, you know, beat the shit out of a silverback gorilla with our bare like hands? Like it was weak. Like we were the strength of a silverback gorilla. Why do like, we need that, Like, though? what if humans were the alpha of all species? Like, we could kill any animal, you know what I mean? Like, what if we had, like, intense strength just, and claws? I feel like we would... The uh, Earth might be more back down to being smaller and more slender, and just because we well, don't use yeah. any of that anymore, scientists have kind like, of think, said that. Like, like, what do you think people are going to? What are humans going to look like when we're a million years from now, where we're shaving our bodies because we don't like hair anymore? Like, are we going like, to stop, stop growing hair? hair? Right, are we right. going to? Are we going to shrink in size because we no longer need to be hunters and gatherers? Yeah. Are we going to? Like, I feel like we're going to change well, a lot. Here's the thing, like, the appendix. The appendix is basically next to useless in our bodies now because our food is fairly toxin-free yeah. and stuff. But back in the day, like 10,000 years ago, our appendix was essential. Do you essential. really think that the appendix doesn't do anything at all? No, it does. What does it do? But the fact that we can What get does a, an appendix do? Uh, append it processes a, raw meat? It's just toxins and stuff. What like, do you mean? Yeah, I guess essentially like bad meat or whatever. Or just like you have something that's... Um, so if you don't have an appendix, it's not like you can't eat sushi still, right? I don't think so, no. It, it's, it's become... Like, it's, it's essentially natural selection to the point where, like, oh, this doesn't need to filter as much because the world has gotten cleaner and everything... So the appendix doesn't do as much, so you can get your appendix removed and still pretty much live a normal life. Like, it's not an essential organ anymore. And so that in, in and of itself is... I don't understand how we have, like a majority of people have appendixes, or whatever, have plural or uh, form of appendix, and we still can't eat raw meat, because that's... What I that's my knowledge is that uh, I it's think a, it's more of a stomach thing. So there's maybe just modern medicine hasn't figured out what it actually does. Mm. Like we think that it was for processing raw meat, but it really wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, I'm speaking out my ass right now. This is we why sound we need like to, the biggest idiots. Like, we, we need a we fact need to, checker. Yeah, if yeah. someone can chime in and leave some comments probably, that knows someone's more screaming about at their appendix. phone right now, like, "Oh, you idiots! This is what it does." Yeah. <laughs> We're not biologists, we're not scientists, we're not doctors, we're idiots. <laughs> a couple of fucking alcoholics two, two, just shoot Two shit. drunk idiots trying to talk like we know something. Um, but, uh, what else uh, did we want to talk about? We had a couple of things. I can't even remember which part I should have written them down. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anybody hit you back up about partying tonight i have like oh god so i i swiped just so many people <laughs> i have i've got probably six pending likes and two messages we actually i was surprised how di well we did like i mean i guess when you when you don't have standards and you just swipe everyone like we've got <laughs> yeah, you were swiping so fast the pictures couldn't load just to the right, just like anyone. I don't care. I just we want to have, have fun tonight. We yeah. matched with 20 girls yeah. in the matter of an hour. And, uh, and, you know, 
plenty of them are interested. The problem is the girls that are messaging us mostly are like the brokest, worn out, sad <laughs> oh, God. girls you could ever imagine. And road it's just hard. like, yeah, like, road hard and put away wet. wet. Yeah. <laughs> just brutal. But I mean, like we said, it's not about that. We're here to meet people. I just don't want like some like 40 year old mom to roll in here that's going to like, like yeah, talk to me about. Like, yeah, yeah, like ask, ask if I have any meth available or right. a dealer. Like, uh, I don't, like, I'm a little afraid of that. Yeah, so like, we're really going to have to, like, or something. <laughs> yeah. ask them, like, what they're, have you ever done meth before? Like, I, I don't know how to filter through these. I know. I'm sure we'll end up just getting blackout drunk and cuddling each other naked later. But. Probably, <laughs> to be honest. Like, <laughs> oh shit! Well, um, so one thing. Uh, pretty soon, spare parts is going to be moving to a new studio. Uh, I guess you could say um, we're building, or like you're building your your house. In Boise. This studio is off the charts. Man. It is the coolest Just like office, this yeah. unbelievable brushed gold chandelier that looks like a nautical ship light coming yeah. down over the desk. So We've cool. got like plantation shutters in the windows yeah. and it's and these beautiful hardwood floor. Like it's the nicest fucking studio. This awesome glass door. Yeah, it's gonna be incredible. It's it's honestly it's nicer than my bedroom. Like it's the, no, nicest, it's the nicest room, room in, the in the entire house. house. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to be doing spare parts in there, and, um... Maybe you know. we should put a mirror in the ceiling in that room, <laughs> so we can fuck over the top of the desk. What the fuck? Well, not us, but, like, oh, okay. you know. Okay. <laughs> no, we were talking about that today. I was like, I was like, I was like, Austin, I... Like, you were telling I, me how much you loved having sex underneath I, I the mirror. I love having a mirror on the ceiling, because I was listening to that song by Mike Studd, like, the mirror's on the ceiling, you know, like... And I was like, I was like, yo, low key, I love mirrors on the ceiling. And like, <laughs> and then we started, we started looking online at ceiling mirrors and yeah. stuff, and different ones. It's like, is this creepy? Is the this problem is, is like, obviously, it's it's my house. I'm gonna have family over. Like, they're gonna <laughs> do tours through the oh. house, and I don't want to have this fat mirror over my bed of like. Whoa, Austin's a little fucking yeah. A little well, off, even if it was like, just my room, weird. like oh, this is this is Jordan's room, and they just look just up and they mirror, see this huge like, mirror uh, and stuff. Like oh, he's a freak. Like what the fuck? We're trying and, to find a way where we could casually have a mirror on the ceiling where it wouldn't be so like yeah, obvious. Yeah, exactly. So we found these really cool hexagon mirrors. Yeah, it looks like a beehive. So they're like yeah. maybe two feet by two feet, like, and you just stack them together and you like maybe offset them a little yeah. bit or like some of them are like kind of wandering around the room and it looks more like a like interior a, design exactly. element than it is a a sex mirror <laughs> nice <laughs> i didn't know that there's symphony playing in that. so uh yeah but those those are really cool i'd like yes. to throw a couple of those around over my bed i, I feel like it would be Low key enough where you oh that's kind of a cool modern design. It's and, like yeah, and then, oh, but but underlying you know no <laughs> at least you it's it's it has enough design to it that you're not going to call me out on 
so you're sick fuck. Yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Like, oh, that's kind of yeah. That's a nice. Uh, but also, thing. you like to watch as you fuck, like kind of. Thing, I totally. Yeah. You were yeah, telling yeah. me about how like girls <laughs> riding on top of you. You're looking up the mirror, and you can like see your cock <laughs> humping, humping into her, just filling up the gas tank. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I want to do that. <laughs> fuck. That's hot. Like I've done it like once, and I was like, "Yo, I'm into this." Like, if the girl's yeah. broke as fuck, you're turning all the lights off. If she's hot, like that would just be like, oh, I, I think I would nut so fast. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> but it would be cool to have it over the spare fire desk. Cause like, think about that. I like, think it's every room should have mirrors. Every like room. We get a fucking every room. Yeah. Well, not uh, we. We yeah. have to fuck yeah. other girls. <laughs> In every room. <laughs> You're like, let me clarify. We're not gonna fuck each other in every room. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, shit. No, just mirrors. Because if you put it in the whole house, it's less weird. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's, it's like, not just, oh, it's not specific, just about the yeah. bed. It's yeah, all it's over. everywhere. It's a, good idea. it's a good idea. Exactly. I like that. Shit, I'll put it in the garage. I don't give a fuck. You know. <laughs> April will be in the house, um, you know, hopefully earlier. I think the plumbing's going in on the 7th, so we'll be in there. And, and uh, you know, our next, or maybe not our next episode, but one of, you know, one of the more recent episodes will be in our new studio. Yeah, exactly. Oh, can't wait. I just want to fucking, I just want to fast forward. I know. It's just going to be like, I have to be out by like next Sunday of my current place. And like, it's going to be living either with your parents or my parents or whatever for, like, a week or something. Yep. But, you know, it's, it's whatever. You know, it'll, it'll all work out. It just sucks to move twice in Exactly. Days, yeah, because yeah, you have to have some stuff with you. Um, but So, we were talking about... Um, so, Jordan, why don't you tell your, your story about uh, the live show you did that everyone missed? Well, so, we went to do... We went to an open mic kind of thing. It was like a storytelling open mic at a Lounge at the end of the universe. Yeah, Lounge at the end of the at the end of the universe in Boise and stuff. And it was phenomenal. Just like showstopper, crowd fucking rolling. Well, it was just off of, the charts. Some of the stories were like, "What the fuck?" What what story did you tell that was like, "Don't." Don't yeah, me. so I was like, yo, I'm going to tell the story about when I was on my mission. Uh, and I've told this on an episode of Spare Parts before. But like when I was on my mission, I didn't know what Nair was. And I heard about it, and I was like, oh, that's so crazy. Nair, the, the hair removal hair gel removal or whatever. cream, yeah, exactly. And so I put it on my nuts and like my dick and balls, and uh, it melted the skin. Like, it, oh. it just... Dick. Like no, my dick's fine. <laughs> my balls, I didn't wash it off good enough, and it like it burned the skin off my nuts, and like my balls were raw and stuff. And so like I was like, I'm gonna tell this story, and you were like, No, don't do it. And Too I was like, far. And I was like, If you're telling me not to do it, I'm gonna do it. Like it was like more yeah. motivation. Like this that is should be the motto. Yeah, exactly. Like talk about shit you don't want to talk. Yeah. Tell me not to do it, and I'm more likely to do it. And yeah. stuff. So, it it yeah, crushed yeah. the audience. Yeah, and so you know, 
kind of just like got up there and I was like, I need to like break the ice to get into this and stuff. I'm like, yo, where are my ex Mormons at? No response. Huh? And I was like, all right, I'll just go fuck myself. Like, <laughs> and, uh, and like, that was like the initial, like funny, like, cause like the thing that I've learned about comedy is getting everyone's attention. You can't just go straight into like, so this one time I was, you know, fucking right. this chick and then everyone's going to be like, Ew. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You have to Warm earn, up. you have to earn the audience's attention and trust. Like, oh, you're a normal guy, or like, like I can oh, relate, like, to, I can relate you. to you. Exactly. Like, I've watched plenty like, of comedy. What's your, what's your role in society? Like, are you the nerdy kid? Are yeah, you, you, uh, you jock? Set, are you, uh, what, exactly. what are, like, find your you place. You set the tone, and these days, you have to be a person that basically appeals to everyone, which is fucked, and like, you have to be the type of person that you can make everyone laugh, which is impossible, but you have to be a type of a comedian that at least someone, at least everyone in the room can laugh at one thing, whether they heard just that part or the whole set. Because some people will hear a joke that offends them and they'll check out. You know, they'll check out. They're like, I don't, I don't care if it's like funny. funny. Fuck you. I don't care if it's funny because you said this one thing 30 minutes ago. Totally. That's and a lot so, of pressure. It's a lot of fucking pressure. So you're thinking about what could truly offend people and like offend everybody in the room. Or if I offend a couple people in the room, it's like, yeah, fuck you. Everyone yeah, else yeah, is yeah. loving it. You know, I don't give a fuck exactly. what you think. You just want to have the majority. And like, I love what Tom Segura said in his new special. He's like, you have the right. Every single person has the right to be offended by anything anyone says. Yeah. But you should never expect anyone to do fucking anything about it. <laughs> you should never expect anyone to change anything because of it. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly it. I don't give a fuck if I offend somebody, but if they're like, you need to not tell that joke and stuff, I'd be like, fuck you. Cause 30 uh, other I, people I laughed about it. When I heard that, like, there are limitations and boundaries to that. Well, yes. If you're blatantly just trying to be a pissy hateful. hateful, yes. But if it's just like... But I understand what he meant. Yes, exactly. Like, you shouldn't go out of your way to, like, I'm just going to try to piss someone. People, hurt someone, make them have a bad time. Unless you're from Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like he does. Fuck, yeah. like, like Tom Segura does, exactly. But, like, it's all in good fun. You know, and, like, it's like you come to a comedy show and stuff, and then you're like, eh, like, I can't believe someone said an offensive joke. It's like, that's what comedy is. It it uh, expounds upon shit that you're not supposed to talk about, or like, that you don't talk about that everyone every else. Is it's an escape. You're, it's an escape from everyday normal life. I'm like, we're, we're in a different environment. Like, we're trying to talk about the kind of stuff that we don't normally. And uh, look at it in a in a um, retrospective satirical way. and retrospective way and stuff. So it's like this is the place that like this kind of stuff is for. And so I don't I, I don't know. So like I have a lot of things, uh, a lot of material, a lot of bits that I've been working on and stuff just by myself. I've had plenty of time at work to kind of like go through it in my head and like tell it and just get like you know five to ten minutes worth of material. Um, that I think is solid and stuff and uh, stuff that I know. You have a set put together? I mean, essentially, at least, an, 
at least like open mics, you know, whether nice. it's five to ten minutes and stuff. I have several different things I could go through depending on the feel of the crowd. I think that story about the nair on my balls is something that everybody could think yeah. is funny, except for Absolutely. except for some sixty year old Christian woman, you know. Yeah, but you're but not. She's not going to be. She's there. not. At she's not going to be at Liquid, Liquid Lass or any universe. comedy club. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like the people that are there are there to laugh. They're there. Because they enjoy shit that's out of the norm. Yeah. You know, shock and awe. I'm a shock and awe kind of, like, yeah. funny. Like, I enjoy when people get uncomfortable. I enjoy when people, like, I thrive on people being uh, shook. Yes. You know, like, that's my kind of, like, oh, like, it gets my dick hard to, like, make mm -hmm. people shook. That's why I get naked all the time and stuff, yeah. because it's so funny to people me. People are so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And it, it makes me feel alive, like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, it makes people uncomfortable. I love that. And so, no, I have, like, it kind of, like, I don't want to fucking give everything away, because I want people to come out um, to shit that I do. But essentially... Like, I think it, it, it's a way to connect with the audience, like, immediately. It's it just being, like, just get the mic and just be like, yo, where's my where's my people that have depression and anxiety because of traumatic events in their life? What, what? You know? Like, and, like, if people are like, what? Like, I want people to be like, what? Like, or, like, raise their hand or whatever. But if they don't, even then, it's just like, okay, it's I get it. It's a tender subject, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that will get a laugh. Let's talk about that. And stuff. Yeah. Like, let's talk about it. And then, like, where my trauma crew at? And stuff. And... Like, I think, like, Trauma Crew. And I could go into Mostly it. Mostly distressed. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, Trauma Crew. And I could do a whole bit for, like, two minutes about, like, like you know, Trauma Crew. Like, that kind of sounds like one of those hardcore it's bands. It's got a nice ring to it. It's got a nice ring to it. Like, that sounds like a band name for, like, a hardcore band that has really inspirational lyrics, but also is just fucking super intense. Like, it goes like this, like... Like, all right, motherfuckers, bring it in. I want to fucking see you move up here. All right, this next one is all about one love and coming together and fucking respecting one another. And, <laughs> and they're screaming. Yeah, screaming into the mic. And so, and now I want to see you fucking move. Like, <laughs> scream that shit into the mic. And you know the audience would just be like, what the fuck? What like, is happening? Like, if you're yeah. not familiar with hardcore bands, like, this is what it's like. You came here to see a show. Yeah, exactly. And stuff, and they're gonna be like, oh, shit. And, like, and then I could just be like, you're like, oh, by the way, that's the way every hardcore show is. Go check it out if you want to laugh or you want entertainment. It's yeah. funny even if you're not into hardcore. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and then I can get into it, like, uh, like with trauma, for me, it's mm -hmm. like I'm uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like, not too much, not too little. Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, Papa Bear, he's the one that has the porridge that's too hot. Yes. Or the, the bed that's too firm or whatever. Yeah. And then Mama Bear, it's always too cold or too soft. But Baby Bear is right in the middle. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm that way with trauma. Like, Papa Bear, or I just start with Mama Bear. Mama Bear with trauma is just like, oh, like, this one time, like, I still think about it, like, I saw a homeless man jerking off one time when I was in the city. And it's like, yeah, okay. Like, every, yeah, have you ever been to any city ever? Like, get over yourself. Like, yeah, that's normal shit like, that happens. Like, that's the most traumatic thing that's happened in your Ever life. Experience. Like, wow, you are, like, living in a bubble. Thin-skinned, yeah. you know, living in a bubble. But, like, Papa Bear is, like, your 
getting freaky with the girl. It's about to go down. And she's like, yo, I want you to call me by my mother's name and shit on my chest. Oh, my. And yeah. stuff. And it's like, oh. Sweater. And, like, on stage, I'd just be like, all right, Karen. I mean, this is the last time. And just start unzipping my pants. Oh, <laughs> it's, not, my it's like, I'm going to do it. But, hey, we're going to get professional help tomorrow, okay? We're calling some people. <laughs> We're gonna do this now, but we need help. But Mama Bear, or sorry, Baby Bear, is like, I want you to choke me, and I want to call you Daddy, and like, I want you to like spank me and shit, and, and like, like, oh, you know, this happened to me, this happened to me, and this is why I'm like this, and um, like that is like the sweet spot. That's Baby Bear, just <laughs> right, you know, like enough trauma in their life where it makes them a little bit of a freak, but not like, whoa, what yeah. the fuck? Like, <laughs> not broken. Not broken. Not like, like this is fucked up to like talk about like, like, oh, like you should want women to be broken and stuff. Like, like I'm fucking broken. Like men are broken too. We're, like, all we, spare parts. We're, we're all fucking spare parts. Exactly. But not I, like, I'm not crazy about the too much, you know, where it's like, that's all they think about 24 seven is what's happened to them. And there's nothing wrong with you. It's just, please go get help. Because I'm not ready for it. <laughs> and so I was like, please go get professional help. <laughs> so that you can be the baby bear porridge of trauma. <laughs> like, that's kind of like the gist of like what I want to do for like a set stuff. But like, obviously it would be way different. Like, So we're thinking, uh, what is it, April 22nd for the show? next show i mean depending on the idaho lockdown maybe so uh it looks tentatively planned on liquid laughs for uh i've got it here in front of me let's see april may april uh shoot yeah april 22nd 7 p.m Liquid laughs. Okay. Hopefully that will be our next. Open well, I mean, you so. should put some kind of like a posting. Oh, I will. I will for sure. Like depending on you know we're playing it by ear with this Corona shit and the lockdown. Yeah, of course. But yeah, like I'll keep people updated and stuff. But yeah, I'm you know I'm working on this shit, working on comedy. The thing about podcasting, like I said earlier, is there's no immediate feedback whether this is good material and like clearly like we've gotten kind of like serious tonight, but, um, with standup comedy, like it's Greg Fitzsimmons. Did he already come to the, no, that? that's supposed to be June 11th. Oh yes. I love Greg Fitzsimmons. He's so funny, dude. We should go to that. He's hilarious, dude. But anywho, like with, with standup comedy, it's an immediate, um, reaction and immediate feedback to whether something that is an idea or a story is funny or not. And it's like, uh, I'm not trying to sound like I'm this fucking expert or anything like that, but like, uh, doing the podcast, it's like, you get feedback from people that you talk to, like, yo, I listened to like this episode and you had me in tears. Like I was like, like from laughter, but also like there's some things that we talk about on spare parts where it gets serious and it's like, like it may, like it warm my heart. Yeah. 
and stuff. Like, we get serious about, like, our mental health and everything and real issues and stuff. And obviously, like, we're pieces of shit. But yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can be serious at the same time. And, like, that's what I want out of the podcast is to be, like, a thing where I can say anything and hopefully make people laugh. Just make people smile and, like, feel better after they listen to it. Like, that's what Spare Parts is for. Make them feel better about being made out of spare parts. Like, oh, I'm not the only person that their life is fucking whack and messed up and shit. And, and, and like, that's what I was going for with the whole thing. But comedy, stand-up comedy, is, like, immediate reaction. Like, oh, I said this thing that, like, is an interesting take on it. Or, you know, there's a story where it's so insane. It's essentially just like the podcast, but it gets an immediate feedback of like, oh shit, people are laughing at this. Abs- yeah. And it's Recognition like, it's like I'm bringing you joy. are affecting people. Yeah, like I'm affecting people. And like, you can, you can bring joy into someone's life immediately and stuff just by saying something that is from your perspective or a certain take on something. And it's like, whoa, like I didn't know that I could do that to people yeah. and stuff. And it's like very, uh, it's very moving. It's very like, uh, Fulfilling, yes, and, like, from the person that's on stage, it's, like, I don't want to sound, like, narcissistic, like, it's, like, empowering, but, like, I don't know, it's, it's a high, it's yeah, a high in definitely. a way, it's, just like, adrenaline kind of junkie kind of thing, like, yeah. like, holy shit, like, I'm sure that I'm going to go to Liquid Laughs plenty of times, and people, it's going to be the wrong crowd, and I'm going to say some shit, and they're probably going to fucking boo me off stage. Yeah. They're probably going to fucking do me. I'm going to be like, fuck this. I don't want to ever want to do this again. If you're doing it right, it'll happen. Exactly. Like every single, the greatest comedians of all time, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, they've all been booed off stage. The greatest comedians of all time, Louis C.K., been booed off stage. I mean, this is back in the day before he jerked off. But, you know, (laughs) but like greatest comedians of all time have all been booed off of a stage and stuff. But it's those highs I, like, this is what I gather from listening to, like, other comedians and shit. It's, like, it's those highs of uh, just fucking, like, killing. Yeah. Just killing. That keep you going. That make you keep going to the next show. Like, well, that was an off night. But next time it'll be better. The only stuff. time I've ever felt the rush from a live audience was when I was making my uh, you know, business speeches, when I was talking about, like, my economics uh, presentations and in, in college and stuff, but I, I you could tell like when I when I did well, the audience is engaged and laughing, and so I would always put humor, and so yeah. it's very important to have humor in your presentations, yeah. and and um, it was you know, and the more the crazy you are, the more outgoing and um, on shock value, it's charismatic, charismatic too, yeah. too, absolutely, like people thrive off that. I, I was selling a fishing lure. And I was, like, giving my pitch to a board of um, all of these, like, super profound um, investors, like, working for Walmart, working for Bass Pro Shops, working for all these uh, staples, major companies. I mean, all these guys sitting around this conference table were, you know, millionaires and billionaires. And it was just a rush, like, to go through that experience. And I had my whole fishing gear head to toe. Yes. And I'm selling this lure. And they're just, like, <laughs> loving it and eating it up. And it was just, like, yeah, it's such a, it's such a highlight. Like, I don't, I don't get that as much anymore. And my, you know, whenever I'm doing public speaking, it's not really, you know, I'm just speaking to the company and, and my coworkers. It's not yeah. the same. But 
there's definitely a, a rush you feel from speaking in front of people that you don't know and feeling the reactions. It, and like it's, it's, it's a total adrenaline And rush. it takes an attitude Full of, adrenaline rush. I don't give a fuck what you think, this is what I have to say, yeah. kind yep. of thing, that people can pick up on that, it. like, I have to say this, and stuff, and whether that's music or comedy, I get both And just believing rush. in what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. People know Passion. when you're talking someone else's ideals, and you're talking someone else's, uh, 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 you know, some reverberated information that you're passing along. People know when it's not, you don't have your true passion in it. Exactly. Exactly. And like, like I was saying, like uh, music is kind of, gives me that same rush too. Even if it's just karaoke, I go balls deep with karaoke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I go fucking ham with that. You and had it a great always night when you, uh, you met, um, you were performing. Yeah. With, with karaoke, uh, with, uh, Chase and Colby. Yeah. Uh, what's their, what's their band? The, the Forgotten. The Forgotten, Yeah, yeah. so we did, went and did karaoke in Emmett before this whole shutdown thing. It was and like the last day before yeah, we exactly. shut down. We were out there moving a friend to, into his uh, new place in, in Emmett, Idaho, and we're like, we, you know, let's christen Emmett. Let's go yeah. out. I, I want to experience it. Yeah. I want to see what this town's all about. Like, There's like one bar open. The most trashy town you could ever possibly go to. <laughs> like, just absolutely foul. Like, you never think to ever bar. go out to a bar there. Everyone's on meth. But we had so much fun. So, so much. And we met these twins that were in a band and stuff back in the day. And they were both, like, kind of, you know, trained singers. And, you know, I do my thing with hardcore vocals, you know, extreme metal vocals. And they immediately, like, had respect and, like, they liked it. And I was like, you guys are good singers, like, yeah. plain singers. And so we did, like, we did songs together, like, going back between singing and screaming. And the it's overlaying the, of, like, the scream the harmonizing with the clean exactly. vocals was just, like, it was, it was, there. it was something special. Even more than that, it's the chemistry that you have chemistry with another the singer bar could see it exactly it just like oh shit have these guys been working together for a long yeah. time like we understood each other instant so, connection exact instant connection where it's like oh fuck i could work with this guy yeah like we could make some beautiful shit yeah you know like whether you know it's it's more hard rock or you know hard metal and shit it was just like i was like there's something here like, we were playing everything from Beastie Boys to I Prevail to fucking Nickelback yeah. to, you know, Metallica, Godsmack, and it worked, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, everyone wanted to keep it hearing magical. it. It was magical. Yeah, exactly. Everyone wanted to keep hearing it. And that high from doing it. And, it. and it's just like, when it works, and you, like, hear it yourself, and you're like, that sounds fucking tight. And then when people give you feedback and stuff, it's like, whoa, that was badass and shit. And it, it just, like... It motivates you to do it more. We must have done fifteen songs that night. Oh, it was it was it was a its own concert, right? Yeah, it was fun as hell. And so, like, I can't wait to like do that more with those guys and stuff, and like get something going. Like, like they said, you know, Chase said so himself. He was like, he's like, this is gonna be a band. Like, this is going to be the next thing and stuff. Uh, Okay. Knowing <laughs> that we're doing podcasts. podcasting. Yeah, spare parts spare podcast. Parts. <laughs> Who are you sending that to? <laughs> Does it matter? No. <laughs> but um, no, it's just like this is this has something here, and it, it's so exciting. 
And so, yeah, like, we'll see where that goes. Um, so you really, guys are discussing forming a band. Yeah, we'll get Walker to, you know, learn a little bit more about metal guitar and stuff. He's more of a jazz and blues kind of guy. He can do a lot of production. He can do a lot of production. That's where he comes in really fucking handy. I want to, I really want to take on a role oh, in man, all of this. Really so I want to yeah. do some, I'm, I'm all business, so mm-hmm. I, I think I could be pretty influential in, in booking gigs and, yeah, and exactly. taking a management gig. Yeah. There's plenty of connections. So, but yeah, like, kind of probably just want to start out with, like, covers and shit, just to, like, get the feel for each other and stuff, and, like, what we, we are capable of, and, like, and then start writing sounds like, like, oh, this song is, like, our style yes. and stuff. This fits. This yeah. fits. We should write songs like this and stuff. And I felt really good. They just have, they have like, I prevail. Dress, and both they have this dresser with drawers filled, stacks of songs that of they've songs. written. Some of the songs are, you know, the lyrics are not quite right for the music but they're playing. But some are great. But some, it's like the lyrics are like, yes, that's dark. And yes. that's like real. The kind of shit that I write, too. Like, I have songs, too, written in my fucking notebook and stuff where I could give to them. But like, let's make the music for this. They have this you entire know? PA system and this badass man cave garage with, you know, beer fridge. And, and Walker's going to have the badass Records. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Pretty cool spot. So we'll be spending some time there oh, and, yeah. and try to work that angle and let you guys know on, on uh, you know, when we get ready to do a performance. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, there's so many things that are exciting right now. I just like that's why I say, like, I just want to fast forward. Like, if I had the click remote right now, I'd fast yeah. forward. I mean, not tonight, but like, <laughs> you got to capitalize on that because have yeah. you even reached out to Chase and uh, uh, what's his name? Colby. Colby since. No, not really. But I've just been super busy with like thinking about like this whole move and shit like that. And work, um, and the lockdown. Yeah. Yes, exactly. There's not much opportunity, but like it will happen for sure. Like I, I will reach out to them next week for sure. Um, but like, there's so much opportunity here with you know podcasting, uh, music, comedy, and stuff. Where like someone said to me a couple weeks ago, like. They were just like, you're going to have a fun life. No matter what angle you go at it, there's so much cool fun in store. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. Like, there, like, there's a lot of fun to be had out of this. Well, that must make you feel really it good. It does, exactly. It's like, it's confirmation that I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. Because they see the passion that I have for anything. They anyone. desire it. Exactly, exactly. And so it, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going in the right direction. Whether my family agrees or not, I'm going to fuck. You know, they're doing their thing that makes them happy, but I'm doing the thing that makes me happy yeah. and stuff. And, and I know that it's not like nine to fives. You know, you're not typical nine to fives that make me happy. I, I know that about myself. And so, I don't know, there's just like lots of opportunities that are that are coming up right now that just make me excited for life. Where it's like, I feel like I don't have enough time on the earth to get everything done that I, that I want to do. You know, it's like, I want to have this career. I want to have this career. I want to do this. It's like, but fucking, if you do it right, you can have it all. You know what I mean? Like, you can have whatever you want and stuff, whatever it is that makes you happy and shit. And like comedy, podcasting, music, it's all, all those three things. There's three paths that potentially have so much promise in them and stuff and so much happiness in store. It's just you have to be able to commit to one of them. Yeah. You know, and I'm just gonna, as of right now, I'm just going down 
taking a step on each of them to see which one seems the most promising. Fits you. Yeah, exactly. But each one, and if some, each some one, one of them no, starts to take off, you'll concentrate your time on that. Exactly. And if one of them uh, is not going right, I'm not going to sit there and like keep going down it and waste my time with it. I'll just jump to another path. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of aspirations. Yeah, exactly. I do, but at the same time, that's a good thing to have a lot of passions because no matter what, as long as you're striving for it you will find happiness and you will find good times and memories throughout that journey. Not many people can say that. No. Absolutely not. Like, oh, I'm going to be a lawyer or a doctor just because it makes money. Or they have these incredible dreams and they keep their, you know, uh, know, work job working at Costco for 15 bucks an hour because they're, even though they're incredibly intelligent and and very capable, they're too... (laughs) And uh, they would rather not try than accept failure. Yeah, but failure is what grows you, what develops you, what makes you better. Exactly. Like my mission president said to me, he was like, there is no growing in a comfort zone and there's no comfort in a growing zone. Yeah. And stuff. And that comfort failure is part of growing. Absolutely. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking fall flat on my face and suck dick at some things, but you find that thing that clicks. There's more value in failing than succeeding because you're, you're learning something. Yes, exactly. It's just, it's the, you know, intuition and, and the... Um, well, think about know, the past year or past two years, you know, how far you and I have come as people. Yeah. What we've learned. We've learned more in the past two years than we have in our entire lives. Yeah, huge and growth. Shit. And it was because of hard shit. Yeah. And relationships. And rejection and bad decisions. But all of that could have gone to waste if we weren't willing to be critical of ourselves. Yeah. And and, and to like you said reflect earlier, on take our take advice. Yes. Absolutely. It's so important to listen because there's so many people out there that just are uh, dismissive. Well, they have these these dreams. I really want to uh, be in this place in my life. I really want to achieve this goal. I really want to find someone. And then once you get to that point, you're 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 not you're not happy. Yeah. You finally get there, and you're still not happy. Yeah. And you really need to sit back and go, "This is this is what I want. Yeah. I'm living the life of my dreams. A hundred percent. Why am I still?" Um, you know, discontent. Like, why am I still struggling? Like, there's no, I, I, and it's all mental. It's all how you're thinking and how you're oh, perceiving yeah. yourself. You just, you've been stuck in that headspace for so long that that's what's comfort for you. But really, where you should be is you should realize how grateful you should be, Gratitude, and and yes. and absolutely realize that you're, you know, you're living your life and yeah. you are, you know, being you know, successful and making changes and you need to be, you need to be enjoying that in this moment because there will be a time when it passes and you don't have that benefit. You didn't have experience along the way. All you were doing is working for an end goal and stuff. And you're grinding. So focused on negativity that when they finally have positivity, they, they find the negative in it. And it's so fucking sad. It's so fucking sad. And and it's mental health. Yeah, exactly. And this is something that like somebody asked me, they were like, are you a work to live kind of person or a live to work kind of person? I'm like, I'm a live to work kind of person. Like I live to do the thing that I love. 
you know, and I don't work just so that I can, like, I, I don't, well, yes, currently, yeah, my job, my nine to five is totally for a paycheck, but I'm working at the thing that makes me so happy so that one day I can you, live off of that. But in reality, like, even if you're not getting paid for having a podcast, even if you're not getting paid for trying to, you know, doing, I mean, I know karaoke sounds like a, a <laughs> recreational thing, but it's not for you. It's not. It's a connection. To it's get you're, you're practicing. Oh, it is practice because I get rusty. If absolutely, I don't. Yeah, and exactly. and you know that that is work. Yeah, like you are working and doing what you love. It's just those jobs you're not getting paid for. Yeah, but there may be a day when you continue to be passionate and work hard towards what your goals and your dreams are that you do get that paid it pays off. Because when you are talented and passionate and and um, working towards your dreams, you know that the money will come later. The yeah. money will follow. Exactly. That's the way I have to think. It's like, oh, it's not coming right now. No, it's just like, it's an investment. And everyone it's has an investment. everyone has a talent. Everyone is uniquely special and, and having their own uh, passions and interests and, and hobbies and desires. And, and if you're ballsy enough to put yourself out there and take that risk to see if you can make something of it is what yeah. makes the difference between the Dave Chappelle's and... The people that just talk about doing stand-up comedy all their life and never, never do it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a fan of it, but they're like, oh, I could never do it. And, right. so, and yeah, that is the case for some people, but like, learn from it. Like, Absolutely. Be, be a fan, but like, also... Are like, you really passionate about it? Yeah. Do you really see this? Is this a real dream of yours? Yeah, exactly. Then, then see if you're capable of... I mean, there's seven and a half billion people in this world like you're going to connect with someone you're exactly. going to have an audience exactly just like, put yourself out there to to accept rejection to accept yeah. criticism and and grow and like you see me when i watch like netflix like comedy specials or whatever i watch them like it's a educational thing for me yeah, like, you, oh that yeah, works. i take it serious i take it super fucking you serious. look at it differently like than his I do. angle on this or like his, I'm just uh, watching the way he a says performer, it, so. but you're like taking notes. I'm taking mental notes exactly, yeah. like oh that works, that didn't work, or his timing was impeccable on this, or his cadence was perfect on this, and I'm looking at how all those I things. How can I use that to my advantage? Exactly, like how can I uh, learn from this? How can I put that into my own shit and stuff? And I'm looking at podcasts, like oh I loved that part. It's of like this. your textbook. Yeah, it really is. It's like it's like I'm studying. Yeah, and so I'm studying. And I don't, I, I, I don't know, maybe that's, like, uh, the right attitude to have, like, when you're passionate about it and stuff, but... But when you, when you finally do find something, you finally do have an audience, and, and you, you have a following, and, and you are, you know, you've got to remember, it's so important and so difficult to remember where the, the, the struggles that you've gone through, and, and how you really need to enjoy... Yeah. what you're experiencing. Yeah, the journey. It's not about the end goal. So I'm not sitting here thinking like... people that just are so fucking depressed yeah. and miserable, and it's because they're not able to wrap their heads around and get over that, that you know, um, mental illness of being sad. It's yeah, there's a lot of comedians that are miserable because they're just like, oh, I don't have a Netflix special. I must not Look be shit, you know what I mean? successful you are, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's like, 
Think about your journey along the way. You've had, you know, that one night in Cincinnati where you had the time of your fucking life, and you killed it that night, and, and you, like, partied with the people after the show. Maybe you got laid that night. Like, that's fucking incredible. Like, yeah. that's, like not many people can say, I did a comedy show and went, fuck, like, I tore up the town, and everyone was, like, chanting, yeah. like, my name, like, giving me an encore. And There's so, like, I'm like, so many people in this world if you have that fame. would tell that story and be grinning ear to ear until the day they died. Exactly. And you've come, you know, yeah, you've actually made that a reality for yourself. Yeah, like, that's that's insane, like, that people can still think about the negative. I, I just look at it, I'm like, the We're journey. just such optimistic, positive yeah, people. It's not really a thing for I mean, music I just, and comedy, but... <laughs> I, am, I am, I still struggle with it myself, but I, I can't help but be repulsed. A negative people. Oh, me too. There's so and many like, things to sucks. be optimistic about. Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's Gratitude. absolutely repelling to me to, to yes. be around those people that just are so fixated down. on negativity, no matter, regardless of how positive their life Burr. is, they can't help but, oh God. Oh God. Yeah, I shit myself. Is there, I didn't, <laughs> is there a trumpet player on there? <laughs> What's that famous jazz trumpet player? Uh, Miles Davis. Miles Davis uh, yeah, is fucking maybe. playing. I don't know. We're in New York, so you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Anywho, everybody, try and stay positive. Don't drag other people down with your bullshit. Just try and think about your gratitude. It's what I do when I meditate or pray, whatever you want to call it. I just think about everything that I'm gra- grateful for. Everything that's good that's happened in my life, and it just makes me feel better about the outlook of the future. Everyone has. Everyone, I don't give a fuck what your life has been like. I don't care if you grew up in a fucking hut in fucking Zimbabwe. Yeah. You have something to be grateful you for. Love your siblings, and you're lucky to have that. Or you yeah. had uh, an amazing relationship with your mom. Or yeah. Just landed a job. There's something else. Something that you can be positive about, and that can make you smile and make you a happy person. Exactly. So focus on that. This has been Spare Parts Podcast. I think this is like episode 16 or 17, something like that. I don't know. I have my computer, so I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Austin Arshambo, Instagram, A-U-S-T-I-N-A-R-C-H-A-M-B-E-A-U. Follow me. and I'll put it in the description of the episode. Yeah, that'd be nice. And then uh, hopefully I'll be able to post some stuff about the, the band and some, yeah. you know, some uh, performance dates. Keep everybody and, posted, for sure. And uh, some performance dates for um, uh, April 22nd, hopefully, tentatively. For uh, you know, Jordan doing some stand up. Yeah, oh yeah. Follow me on Instagram at spare parts stale farts. <laughs> All underscores in between the words on Instagram. Um, but yeah. Subscribe, share it to your friends, the Spare Parts Podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it just made your day a little bit more positive and brighter. Hopefully it made you laugh at a few points. But uh, yeah. That's it. We'll talk to y'all later. We've all made mistakes. We've all done stupid shit. We're all broken inside. We're all...